Welcome to He Say, She Say. How are you, Nino? I'm great. I'm fabulous. I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm excited. This is our first cast where we actually have a guest joining us. Special guest in the building. Special guest. Like Looking it. forward to picking her beautiful brain. <laughs> I feel like DJ Envy. We got a special guest in the building. <laughs> Ms. D. Woods. Hey. How are you? I am spectacular. I'm a little hoarse. That's okay. I've been I'm screaming in the club oh, yeah. for a week. Oh, my. <laughs> Hopefully we're making some, uh, some good music. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on with you, girl? A lot has been going on. Um, I'm here in Los Angeles um, for a little, a little stint um, promoting my new single, Keep Calm, Dance to This. Oh, exciting. And all fun things surrounding my uh, upcoming album, My Favorite Color. Awesome. I already gave you the um the nail polish yes very excited about this nail polish that all the ladies can go and the guys can go too because you know you're gonna gift your absolutely. lady friend with it absolutely yes it's it's um the my favorite color collection by d woods with 1143 nails and um we just launched um two colors to start it off with gold mine is the yellow and i'm wearing that mm -hmm. looks beautiful too and purple delight and it's all natural water-based there is, there's no smell, but if you get real close, it kind of smells like glue. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's definitely a big difference from the nail polish that you usually would have, where if you were in the back room and somebody walked into your house, they would be like, oh, you just painting your nails, Polishing huh? your nails, huh? Yeah. But you can peel it off. Um, it's safe for kids. It's safe for uh, women expecting kids. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about this little cosmetic venture. Eventually, we're going to get into lip stains mm -hmm. and everything surrounding color because that's the theme of the album, My Favorite Color, where I delve into the different shades of me. Oh, <laughs> I love that. And so you get a full spectrum color palette of who Dee Woods is and what she's thinking. And Nina and I had a nice... Nice long meet and greet Absolutely. idea session about <laughs> about bigger ideas and visualizations of the project because I'm a very visual performer, mm -hmm. artist, so it doesn't stop with just a record. It has to be a story and a movie and a lunchbox and a trapper keeper and everything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your single. What was the what's the basis of the single? What's the storyline behind it? Yes, well, uh, Keep Calm Dance to This. I like to call it a dance protest record. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard it yet? No, we're, I haven't heard ooh, it. We're going to premiere it. Yes. Yeah, yes. We're going to play it at the end of this show. Gonna gonna it yeah. show. It's definitely super turned up. Um, the producers are Anthony Knight um, or AK, as we like to call him, like <laughs> AK, but uh, uh, and and Ace Harris, and I actually put these two producers together because it was an idea that I had, and I started it with AK, and then I knew Ace, 
and I knew what he could bring to the record. So sometimes I'd be, you know, you know, EP and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, I know what you could do. You can get on this and you can bring it to another level. And I'm fortunate that I, I you know, I have a nice little circle of people who are, you know, non-egotistical um, and yeah. they just want to see the best product. So they, they, you know, work together to bring it to another level. And then I added... Um, a feature uh, rapper by the name of Cakes the Killer, mm-hmm. and he's out of New York. He's what I would like to call like electro trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's very high energy. You know, he's all over the UK doing stuff with Red Bull, and actually, um, our label distributor, um, Sony Red, put us together. So, um, my label, Wood Grain Entertainment, is distributed through um, Sony Red, and uh-huh. he's also doing, you know, a deal with them as well. So they kind of said, "Oh, you guys should work together." And I said, "This should be the record that we do work on." And when we were talking about him coming on the song, I was actually uh, watching the news and saw the riots in Baltimore. Mm-hmm taking place and I come from a theater background and I did a lot of work with um a piece called Soweto a township is calling with my company uh YEA Freddie Hendricks Youth Ensemble of Atlanta and we studied about the uprisings of the students during apartheid Mm -hmm. and it when I was looking at the news and the kids in Baltimore it looked just like it and I was like oh my goodness like this is like we have we can't ignore this, you know what I mean? Of mm-hmm. course everyone's hashtagging Black Lives Matter, uh, mm-hmm. hands up, don't shoot. But it's like for real, y'all, you know, we can't just make songs to dance in the club. We have to make songs that are actually, you know, telling our what was relevant to us today. And I I flipped the lyrics and I made it more than just a keep calm dance to this oh let's dance but for real like instead of the kids running out and throwing rocks at tanks and stuff like use your 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 power when your tools your your music hip-hop is like the biggest music genre in the world you know social media don't just use it to take selfies and get likes Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i'm saying use it and that's how a lot of the stuff that was happening both in Ferguson and Baltimore and other places, was really getting broadcast before it would hit the news. Like, I'm looking at CNN, I'm looking on MSNBC, I don't see it nowhere. But I see people with rubber bullet um, wounds and, you know, a lady, you know, tying her um, scarf around her face because there's tear gas and they were just saying, we want justice, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, as an artist, it's, I feel like it's my responsibility to be a voice, you know, um... I studied a lot of that, you know, in my time at um, New York University. It was one of my, one of my courses of study of the the grill yeah. of the community. So it was like, this is, if it's any time to <laughs> to use it, now is the time. And you're seeing other artists really speak up and take that risk of not just being popular and nice and making everybody happy right. and pleasing everybody. And it's like, yo, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but I'm still gonna say it because. Right is happening and I, it would be you know irresponsible for me to just tell you to go buy my record if I'm not actually feeding you anything right right yeah <laughs> and good for you I think you know we've we've talked about it a lot on our show it's um you know quite serendipitous the way you know you kind of launched right into some of the things that we've been talking about a lot and just being conscious and having this conscious message and how we leverage music to um expose 
you know, our peers and the children behind us to understand what's really happening and what the political climate is in this country and, and where our power really lies. And so kudos to you for, um, you know, taking that, that chance Thank to be you. able to communicate what you're passionate about. And, and, you know, I can't wait to hear the song and, and help support it in any way I can. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, you know, kind of how uh, we've always we've already been discussing in our previous conversations, like you said, it's about individual responsibility. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that you know we can big you up and things because that's your personal contribution, right? You know, and that's the only way we can bring about any level of change. It's just on a, it starts on an individual level, right? You know, we have platforms like this, like we were saying, that we've created for ourselves to spread the message, and that's sort of us doing our part where we can do more we're going to do more as this whole thing mm-hmm. builds will be you know get more visibility and we'll that'll that'll give us more leverage to do more things um but it just starts on what are you going to do as an individual right right you know and you as an artist that is your contribution and i'm sure that it'll just grow from there the project that you know you want to put out will definitely uh, spread a positive message you know and it's going to empower um not just young black folks but young artists in general I think you know and I think as artists we tend to be more open-minded and more liberal to begin with so you know and we have a voice right <laughs> so, what did you study yeah. at NYU I'm curious we talk a lot about education on this show as well um well I it's a long story we talked about it the other day <laughs> I I entered NYU um, through Tisch, the Tisch School of the Arts, in the theater department. Um, I was an acting major in the musical theater studio. However, (laughs) after being there, and I thought, oh, NYU is like the pinnacle of training, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I got there, and I was not feeling challenged. And I didn't know how much I had already been exposed to, how much I had already been taught by my instructors and mentors and I've always been the kind of person that I've always hung around older people Mm -hmm. um people you know friends that were older but I'm like the little sister Mm -hmm. and I I absorb you know through experience a lot so I was around a lot of like veteran you know performers theater actors dancers you know musicians and and I didn't even really realize how much I knew until I was in a place where I was paying for it. Mm-hmm. And then I already knew it. And I was like, uh-uh. Right. I mean, <laughs> this loan, yes, was approved, but we're going to put it to use. I ain't going to just be chilling. Right. So, um, I, you know, I kind of pressed some buttons in the department and moved around to the different studios. Because I don't know if you know, like, a lot of the acting training at NYU is actually done off campus mm-hmm. where, you know, they will assign you an acting studio. Like, they'll have you go to the Stella Adler School or the Lee Strasberg School or wherever, wherever, off campus, wherever they feel like your fit is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, you coming in, you 17 years old, like, what kind of actor am I? I don't know. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> but, of course, I, I did want to go into musical theater because I have, you know, extensive, you know, dance training and I sing and I wanted to train this other muscle um, in acting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, musical theater, ta-da. But I didn't, I didn't like it the way that they liked it. Right. You know, right. I was like, I mean, whatever. So moved around and I kind of threw myself off, um, off the course that would have me graduate on time right and so it was kind of like the 
the do or die, like, either I'm going to drop out because I ain't trying to be here forever, or I'm going to push straight through. Mm -hmm. So I ended up pushing straight through, and I um, graduated actually a year early out of the um, Gallatin School of Individualized Study, where you basically create your own curriculum. Oh, fantastic. And so I combined um, performing arts with an emphasis in theater and dance, and um, music, business, arts administration with Africana Studies. So you actually, you know, it's pass-fail at that point because you're doing whatever you want to do. You have an advisor that Mm -hmm. you, you know, collaborate with and say, I'm trying to, you know, I'm going to do this internship over here. I did a study abroad in Havana, Cuba. Mm. I um, interned with Power 105.1 Clear Channel Radio Mm -hmm. and uh, 40 Acres and a Mule, um, productions, Spike Lee, did a lot of uh, other stuff, went on tour, danced for people, right. said it was a study, but I was just dancing for <laughs> people getting paid. <laughs> like, that counts. Credit. That get counts. credit for this. Get credit, you know? yeah. So... I made I made it work for for me. I was like, shoot, you know, these are things I'm interested in. And then basically by the end, I you know, and throughout the whole university, you know, it's compartmentalized, you know. So I you have the option of going through the whole syllabus or mm-hmm. the whole, you know, book of classes, courses offered at any point in time and you just have to kind of politic your way into classes if it's closed off to non-majors or what mm-hmm. have you, like in the film department or in school of business or whatever, whatever, because, you know, the priority is their students, but you have right. to kind of... So it was it, that was a, a education, too, because that's what you have to do in real life. In real life, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, I ended up having enough credits where I could have declared a double major in Africana Studies, but because it's an interdisciplinary, you know, program that I was in, it was kind of pointless to do that mm-hmm. so but that's that was my interest because I didn't get that I didn't get what I felt like I wanted to know growing up in mm-hmm. public school system you know which we talked about as well. <laughs> so that's I was right. like so it's a class about black people I'm being here I don't even know <laughs> what are they talking about but I'm in there like yeah so <laughs> good good for you it's so interesting because now um I don't know if you've heard of the 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 film that um the actor Nate Parker, Parker. The Nat Turner. And I'm so excited because I did a whole class about Nat, Nat Turner, Turner. And all we did was like read and come in and argue about it. And I was like so pumped up to, <laughs> to come to that class because I'll be like, I'm going to read this assignment. Ooh. And then, it was, you know, it was like two of us mm-hmm. in the class. So I'm like, okay, you take this one. I'm going to take the next one. Mm-hmm. Tag me and tag me and tag me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just just debating and arguing. But... Um, yeah, so that was my experience. experience. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. You're a smart cookie. I uh, I try to be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I try to know enough about a lot of things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can have, you know, conversations like this. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> excited to have you. She came to the studio the other night, or the other day, actually, rather. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost turned into night. Um... That was the first time, obviously, we got to sit down and, and really chop it up, and I was I was highly impressed. Oh, good, highly good. Impressed. As am I. As yeah. am I. And I'm sure our listeners are very impressed. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so much about D Woods. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you do these interviews, they're like, what do fans not know about you? And I'm like, shoot, probably nothing. They don't know nothing about me, really. Right. But they're going to find out. Right. They're going to learn today. <laughs> That's what the platform is all about. Yeah. <laughs> That's, what this, exactly. That's what this platform is exactly. about. Exactly. How has it been for you um, transitioning um into like your own independent projects and you're just so super talented and obviously have a um a long-term background in you know theater and the arts how has it been going from obviously working with Sean Combs and being in a group and being on television and then transitioning into your own independent work and projects and building those things out um how many years has it been six six going on seven yeah so you know seven years you know is like the number of completions so i'm hoping that all of the rebranding and re-educating will be will have taken yes you know root and that's really what it's been you know a lot of people did know me yeah because i I mean i started really young like i started really young in in performing not not necessarily like on that type of visible platform Mm -hmm. but you know I've been on stage since I was three years old. Yeah. And I could say the majority of my life has been spent in somebody's rehearsal. In right. some <laughs> shape, way, or form, in a studio, a rehearsal hall, something. So um, a lot of people um, knew me from those things, but the mass majority of the world right. knows me for this one thing. And it was not in my... Um, it wasn't in my control what my yeah. image and what they perceived. It was someone else's, you know, design right. or their their motives. So um, navigating through that as carefully as I could and right. really taking a step back and looking at all the puzzle pieces. And, and, and it was also, I was also, you know, pretty green to that level. It was almost like I went to grad school. Right. Because <laughs> I immediately went into that from walking across the stage or whatever and so you went from knowing the theory to the, the actual, actual practice and application yeah. right i mean I, th- I thought i knew the the application because i had been in the world but when it really really applied to me it was yeah. like oh, i heard about that in class let me redline that part in the contract let me but um yeah transitioning is almost like making a first impression for the second time. Uh-huh. And knowing that when you're walking into a situation when people meet you, they already have a idea of who they think I am. And it's just, uh, it's a little bit, because I, I mean, it's frustrating because it's like, that wasn't me. You know, the thing that you hear about from people on reality shows, that that's that's not what happened. That wasn't really me. Da-da-da, they edited it that way. Or this wasn't the music that I would have done if I had, you know, been asked, what kind of song do you want to sing? You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's like I really did my best in a situation that wasn't really allowing me to be my best. Right. And so now it's just about finding more and more ways to really show what I do exactly knowing that the odds are against me because people already well let me stop you there I don't Mm -hmm. want you to come from that space because coming from a person that me personally remembers you being a part of that moment 
I don't remember specifically. I, what you're referencing right now, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So there are people, you like you said, seven is the, the year of com- the number of completion, right? Mm-hmm. There are people in the universe that experience you as a talented individual, and that's what they remember about you. Mm-hmm. So just for your own self, I want you to think about it in the context of people probably just really remember you being dope. Well, you know? Well, there are some people who who are like that and I'm like, "Well, I'm glad that you liked what I did. I'm glad that you saw that." But then there's a lot of people like, "Oh my gosh, you really can sing." Oh. "Oh my gosh, I didn't know you could dance." So when did you start acting? You trying to act now? It's like I get a lot of that more than anything. Like if I do a performance or XYZ or even have a conversation it's like, "Oh, you're actually really smart." Oh, you're actually a nice person. Oh, my gosh. Like, and I'm like, and I don't walk into it like, now, once you know that I am a really nice person and I da-da-da-da, because you probably think this, that, and the other, but it it comes out in the experience that I have with whatever person that I'm interacting with. So that's where where I learned that Mm -hmm. people had a different perception of what I was putting out or what I thought I was putting out because, of course, I put it out there, but somebody else was chopping and screwing it for the people's you know eyes to see or hear or you know just even knowing like you know I've been to a lot of radio stations that I um went to when I was with the group Mm -hmm. and the experience (laughs) with the group like for lack of a better term like they really played us you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. they was really like clowning us to our face Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and it would be like dang like we here trying to do our best and y'all really don't respect you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. dang like I'm a real artist but you looking at me like you know I don't know they wasn't thoughts at that time but you know what I'm saying just just like a a puppet you know what I mean it's like okay I understand why you might think that because you know people's perception of people on reality TV is like oh you just woke up one day and decided you want to do this and it's like yeah, I woke up and decided to go to the audition, but I went to another one, like, right before that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, took some money out of my pocket. Actually, I left a tour to come back to that. You know right. what I mean? Like, I had to tell, I was dancing for LaToya Luckett at the time, and she was so gracious, and every time that I run into her, you know, she reminds me, she's like, see, I told you. You're like, because she was like, what you going to do, dance behind me for the rest of your life? You know, and I was like, I mean... But you paying me right now, but it's like, go, go do it. I'm like, and that's the thing. I think, you know, and certainly (laughs) that experience, you know, while may not have been ideal for you or ideal situation, it sort of opens the door and leaves room for so many things, right? And exposure and and evolution. and, And we don't always know why things happen or the way they happen, but. Yeah, it's for sure. It's and I definitely, I definitely know that it was something that was supposed to happen because I did not force my way into it whatsoever. Right. If anything, I tried my best not to be a part of it. But it was just things that just kept falling into place. That was like, okay, this is where God wants you to be, or yeah. He wants you to go through this for whatever point in time. Like I wasn't like throughout the whole competition of it. I didn't think He was gonna pick me at all. I was just like, well, I'm here. Oh, we want us to dance now? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, ha, ha, that's funny. Oh, you want us to sing at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I just woke up out of bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Which girl, what you going to sing? I got a couple songs. It was really like a a joke to me, you know, because I was like, 
I know he's not, he's not, you know, fucking with me. He ain't looking for my type, but I'm going to show out for whoever is here or I'm here like taking it as like a, a workshop, right. <laughs> a big, long workshop. Right. <laughs> but right. how has that trans? How has that? So that experience seven years ago, how is that like, I mean, how have you not even that, that aside, that chapter closed, how, what have you been sort of able to do moving forward like so you've had that experience how has it sort of molded you to be this new sort of well chapter well what I um once again going back to what I was saying about going into NYU Mm -hmm. like I've realized how much I well I'm realizing because every now and I'm like whatever but (laughs) realizing how much I actually learned or absorbed or experienced and how I can apply it to make well a future situation you know better for myself or better mm-hmm. for anybody else you know um I have a, I have an artist that I'm developing for my label mm-hmm. and you know we have a really good relationship because we're friends anyway yeah but it's just like you're dope I got this you know people are, people are gonna open doors for me a little bit easier than they will for you so let me go you know in the trenches and basically pave the way so you can come behind me i'll I'll be the guinea pig you know what i mean and then i'm just gonna make sure that you're like waiting in the wings so you know developing i didn't start out saying oh i want my own label you know what i'm saying i didn't leave the situation like i'm I'm gonna be my own ceo and it was like no it's just like okay so what do you do next well I'm 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 just gonna go to the studio and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I just was creating music and then it was like, Oh, you know what? I know somebody as such and such and such. Let me just see what they think about this record. And they they love it and they'll like blast it or leak it or do whatever or you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, I know this so and so who shoot videos, like, let me see if they'll wanna shoot some. So I started doing stuff just on my own, mm-hmm. paying for it out of my own pocket, you know what I'm saying? Like this is just what I know to do because this is what happens, you know, and yeah, just kept working and things fell into place where actually a a gentleman came to me and said, you know, you could do, you could get, I could get you a a label deal. And I was like, really? I thought I needed to have a meeting with like LA Reid or somebody like that to be like, can you sign me? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to, do you think I'm dope? You know what I'm saying? Like, But it was like, no, I mean, we can give you your, your own situation and you'll have full autonomy, creative control, whatever. And then it's, then it's learning another side of the business. Like, okay, now not only am I an artist, but I got to know what's popping on, on the other side right. <laughs> where the suits are. You know what I mean? Like why, why this and that and the other happens, why they're going to open the budget or not, or getting on the slate, getting on the calendar, all, all that different stuff. So it's like, a continuing learning process and mm-hmm. just rolling with it, continuing to work. So I guess it's just like, what else am I going to do? Stop. Right. <laughs> you know, right. what else am I going to do? Go work at IBM. You know what I mean? It's so like, funny. I knew you were going to say IBM. <laughs> that is really funny, right? My mom, my mom worked at IBM for years. That's funny. years wow. Yeah. Was IBM big? In, no, you were in Indiana. You were in Atlanta. Um, no, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Well, actually, actually, I was born here in, um, well, in Anaheim, mm-hmm. and then uh, was raised in Massachusetts. And but my mother worked for IBM everywhere, so everywhere. 
Interesting. Both of my parents. There was actually a branch in Evansville, Indiana, where I'm from. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she traveled a lot, obviously, in corporate, but it was an actual branch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that building. It's <laughs> <laughs> right across the street from our church. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and then my mother is very, both of my parents are very, like, supportive. They They weren't, like, stage parents. Yeah. But they, for myself and my sister, they're they're very like, I think, uh, living vicariously that we're actually living our dream and mm-hmm. our passion, and that they were definitely you know, uh, intricate or instrumental or whatever in developing that passion. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, they didn't do their passion; they did what looked like the right thing to do at that time you know mm-hmm. in the 70s it was a good thing you know like having a good corporate job and yeah blah 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 in the 70s and 80s and then you know they had us and they were like you know my, my dad he sings he plays my mom just has an appreciation for the arts right you know now she's um doing stuff like she just volunteers with different, you know, theater companies and being, like, on the box office staff or just being around the arts. Mm-hmm. And they're shooting a lot of films and stuff in Atlanta now, so she's like, I think I want to... I've been taking you to auditions your whole life. I think I could do it. I'm like, yeah, let's get you some headshots, mommy. And she's been racking up. And I'm like, let me find out. You got a resume. <laughs> she on so set wow. with Denzel and everything. You know, she's doing like extra background work. But, you know, it's right. like big, big for her. That's awesome. <laughs> she's having a good time doing it. Like, not like really trying to pursue it as a career career. But, you hey. know, she's been around it, you know, me and, and my sister's whole life. So she's like... Let me see if I could just give it a try, mm-hmm. give it a whirl. That's nice. You know, as a sort of a um, a wrap up topic, if you will. Very interesting. So we know what where you kind of where your career was sort of elevated in the platform that now we all know you through. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of put you in the industry category. Right? Mm-hmm. How has it been like during that time, and then especially since then, as far as you in your personal life, as far as dating? Because you're kind of like an industry person. Boo, dating, dating sucks. <laughs> it's been horrible. I won't even. I won't even sugarcoat it. <laughs> now we get to the fun stuff. It's been the worst. And why do you say that? How has it been the worst? Oh my god! How hasn't it been? Okay, so industry guys or trying to date guys who weren't in the industry, and that's been a problem. How's it been? It's really like there's no. There's really no lesser evil. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you can do an industry guy and deal with a whole bunch of industry shit. Mm-hmm. Or you can date a guy who's not in the industry who is intimidated by everything that he thinks is in the industry mm-hmm. and then tries to, like, be a man in other ways. Like, either be a... I just be like, like you acting like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, either they jealous or they, they're, they're, they're feeling intimidated or insecure, so they try to overcompensate and be assholes in other ways. And Based it's just off like, of a perception they have. Hmm? Based off of a perception they have. Yeah. Trying or, to maybe be an industry guy even though they're not. Right? Yeah, and especially in Atlanta, everybody is... You know what I mean? Oh, that's a whole other subject. You're talking about dating in Atlanta. That's a right, whole, that's a whole, whole other, other podcast. podcast. Right. <laughs> Look, I keep a good, nice arsenal of gay male friends in my Rolodex. And anytime I'm talking to a new dude, I'll be like, hey, have you seen him? Wow. Oh, wow. 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 
<laughs> how many times? How many times do they say yes? How many times are like, girl, yeah? I was in a two-year relationship with a guy that was, and it just started like little trickle, little comments here and there, and he's like, oh yeah, and I'm like. You know, and you don't want to. You don't want to see it. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> and then eventually, we're just like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I, you know, and I ask, I ask him straight up, hey, do you like men or do you like women or do you like both? Right. Because there's people, you know, they're bisexual and it's like, well, that's cool, but you need to be forthright with that. Yeah. Because everybody isn't bisexual. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And. And, you know, the kids are sick out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They passing shit around. I'm like, nigga, if, if someone's coming to see you, just let you know. If I come up with anything, <laughs> you getting dealt with. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> like, for real. Right. I'm not even, like... Well, so what did he say? Was he just forthcoming when you, when you approached him? Oh, he was definitely denying it to, to, the, to the grave, to the tooth and nail. So you how know. did you figure it out? I mean, it was just things that was, like... I've never gotten a confirmation, but it's, like, people who would just... Who knew nothing about our situation... And then, of course, after you break up and then everybody's like, oh, good, girl, because I seen him at the club with so-and-so and so-and-so. Or, you know, I always thought that nigga was gay. I'm like, well, now why, why would you say that? And they're like, I don't know. I just thought he was like your, you know, gay guy who walks around with you all the time. Right. Like, well, was this an industry guy or a non-industry guy? Um, I got it from both. No, I'm... The oh, guy. oh, the guy this that guy. I was talking yeah. to? He was semi in the industry. Mm-hmm. But then... Uh, <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's semi he in, in the industry. He, he, you know, he, he be in the different camps. You know what I'm saying? Camp hopping is what I like to call oh, it. Oh, God. And... <laughs> and then it was kind of like, you know, you, you get those guys that try to use you to bring themselves up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm taking deep. I mean, even pulling other bitches off of saying that, you know, because chicks is trifling. So, mm-hmm. then, like, you know, like, I know she knows that you are dating me. And that's probably how you even even pulled her in the first place. Yeah. And that's so pathetic, but that's it's true. Crazy, but I could totally see that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys do that all the time. Yeah. So it's been very horrible. And then, um, <laughs> and then actually, like, I, I was, I saw a friend of mine um, last night. And then, of course, he brought up an ex of mine. And he was like, yeah, because, you know, he was out here. And I was like, yeah. He's like, we, you, your name came up. And I was like, as, as it should. Why wouldn't it not? Now, what did he say? And it's like, that situation, I feel like that was um, kind of like the most... I don't want to say, like, heartbreaking, but probably, like, the most disappointing Mm -hmm. because we had known each other since high school. Mm -hmm. And he was with me throughout the whole, like, high-visibility time, and he knew what I was going through, and he changed. You know, sometimes it's like, they be like, oh, when you get on, people change. It's like, really, people around you change. Mm -hmm. He changed. And it was like, you, we never used to be like this. Like, you met me at rehearsal. You met me <laughs> when I was auditioning for this. My mama brought us both to the black college uh, seminar. Like, we did all this stuff together, like, dreaming of the day when. Right. And now I'm here, and he has his own 
you know, pursuits in the industry. Actually, he got signed before I did. But he ended up, something happened, you know, he got dropped. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> everybody gets dropped. So, <laughs> so it was kind of like I felt like he, he, I think it just got to him. I don't mm -hmm. know whatever that thing is that gets to guys that, you know, thinking whatever. But I used to come to him and be like, you know who was trying to talk to me today? Isn't that funny? <laughs> Let's go get something to eat. You know what I mean? And it's like I felt like we had that much of an open dialogue. Like, we were, like, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And on top of the fact we had the history of, like, being on again, off again since. I was, I was in going to 10th grade. He was going to 12th grade. So it was like, we had this like thing, you know what I'm saying? And then now we're in the right level, and then you changed on me, dude, for real. Right. And then still, it's like he comes up because we have so many mutual friends. friends right. <clears throat> and I'm like, we can't even, you know, what's that song that Deborah Cox and uh, what's his name? RL's like, we can't be friends because oh, I'm still yeah. in love with you. <laughs> like, hey, man. We can't even be friends, yo. We still feel some type of way. Yeah. So dating is a challenge. <laughs> what we're saying for the past, what, six years of your life? Or even before then? Who, that, when I was... Well, I'm just saying in terms of, because the whole question was centered around it being in the industry and then dating. Um. Well, definitely, definitely since, um, yeah, since being, you know, highly visible and you know being named in rap songs and being in king magazine and stuff like that but like if you i didn't know that you were in king mm -hmm. interesting yeah i did i think i did it twice i did king twice but i i definitely didn't do it the normal way you know what i mean gotcha. i had a conversation <clears throat> with the editor and <laughs> the right. the photographer i was like hey we're not doing any back shots, so don't even bring the camera back there. You know what I'm saying? It was like I know it's I know it's back there, but you ain't gonna photograph it, like. And um, you know uh, what was um, every girl, yeah. Young Money, yeah. every girl ain't named me, and I didn't even ask Mac Main to do that. He just did it for whatever reason, and then um, yeah. You know, just diff different stuff. So it's like, and I'm very much uh, kind of tomboyish, you know, athletic, goofy girl. So, like, being looked at as a sex symbol is funny to me. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, if you knew what I was just doing before I put this hair and makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And um, so it's been kind of a challenge, like, really knowing, finding out who's really, you know, the, the cliche thing. Who really wants to know me for me? Oh, they must love me for me. But then it's like, I, and then I don't like doing like the high profile, like, oh, the power couple. I mean, it'd be dope to have a power couple type of situation if it happens organically. But I don't want to just be like, oh, the publicist put us together and we're taking pictures at the, the ball of the right. Met Ball or da 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 da. We had that conversation off air. Somebody, you said, was like, you need to get a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to raise this, your own level. This blogger was like, you know what, he was, you need a boyfriend. And I was like, what you trying to, you trying to, you trying to ask me out? And it was like, no, what I'm saying, like, if you got a boyfriend, that would make people interested. Let me tell you a funny story. And I, <laughs> I had to get rid of a publicist because of this. Speaking of that, right? So I was on a reality show um, last year, year before last, called The Singles Project. And um, I ended up falling in love with one of my co-hosts. I mean, co 
castmates. castmates. Thank you, castmates. And um, it was real. We really did have a relationship, and it was it was great. And so we had a. Uh, my publicist, we were talking about, I had a publicist before the show, but we were talking about just different um, angles. And she's like, you know what would be a great idea? You should fall and break your teeth, and then he can fix your teeth. Was <laughs> he a dentist? dentist? He's the dentist. Fall and break your teeth? I should fall and break my natural serious. teeth. She was dead serious. She's like, I have an idea. Fall and break your teeth? And he can fix no. my teeth. And then we can get oh pickup God. in people and all these other... I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Shortly thereafter, suffice Fired. to say, we, we severed ties. I was just like, you're an idiot if you think that's a good idea. And mm. I don't even want to be bothered with you. So when you say, you know, a publicist wants you to get a boyfriend, it's amazing what they'll do to just sort of get the story or, you know, mm-hmm. have relevant conversation. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I play around, you know, sometimes with... And he's like, okay, so what's going to happen is I'm going to meet, because I have a little celebrity crush on um, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> so um, Just putting that out there. Just putting just that out there. Everybody to know. See that. So what's going to happen is for Creed, the sequel, uh-huh. I'm going to be cast as, like, somebody, I don't know yet. And then we're going to have, like on set, you know, kind of loose ooh, rumor. They, you know, we eat lunch together. Maybe we run lines and everything together. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> like... this out, folks, okay? <laughs> speaking it into existence. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, we're going to go out on a date, and he's going to fall in love with me, and then we're going to get married. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, I play I around wait. with stuff like that, but it's like, in real life, I'd be like... You know, it would be good just to, like, really have somebody who gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be a dentist. You could be, a you know, an athlete, whatever. Mm-hmm. I tend to like taller men anyway, so that would work for me. Uh, oh, I don't know how tall he is. I don't know. But, you know, I like to feel dainty. So I want someone bigger than me. So <laughs> <laughs> even though you're a tomboy, right? I just like, I want to be a little girl. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it, it would it would make sense if they get it, you know, just just the respect. Because a lot of times, what the downfall is in the relationships or whatever the situationships are, you know, is like I think it's my my hustle or my drive, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be an issue. It's not really an issue. I'm not saying it is a real issue, but it's an issue for them. Right. You know, it's like, aren't you happy that I'm, like, getting up every day and have something to do and I'm not just waiting around, like, checking your phone and asking you who you was out with? Like, if you were out at the club, guess what? I'm probably out at one, too. Right. You know? I'm in Atlanta, so the strip club culture is, like, whatever. Right. So it's like, if you at the strip club, oh, right, cool, I'm going to come through. I'm going to holler at the DJ, see if he can spin my record. <laughs> and I'm gonna get some wings. Well, I'm not eating chicken no more. So maybe they have salmon. They have really good food in the strip club. I, you know, <laughs> that, that has been my experience actually. <laughs> I have to say I agree with you on some levels. Right. By the way, Michael B. Jordan is five eleven. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm five five. five. Yeah, there five, you go. Five. I'm five five, and five eleven to five five is a decent That's nice. gap. It's six inches. That's yeah. you can put on stocking hands. feet. You yeah. just yeah, and you still can look up. Yeah. It's nice. Good. You just looked it up? I just looked it up. Yes. Yeah. And 5'11 <laughs> is six feet, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Give an inch. 
Good. All right. <laughs> well, listen, we are so happy that you came and joined us, and I'm excited to hear about all your amazing ventures, including your new nail polish, which I will be using at my next manicure tomorrow. Yay! I think I'm going to go with gold mine because I like the way it's looking on your, uh, I was gonna say your hands. Thanks. It's interesting. It looks a little more orange on your nails than it does in the bottle. I have like the gel, the gel, um, what you call it, overlay. Overlay. Mm -hmm. You think that so, might have darkened it a little? I do. Okay, well, we'll see. And then um, I don't know if uh, everyone out here would be able to make it, but um, I'm doing a, a workshop with Microsoft Notes for Life in mm -hmm. And you know what? I should know the name of high school. But if you guys check my, <laughs> it's, 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 it's at a school and Microsoft Notes for Life is a program that, you know, brings music and technology together. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in L.A. or in Atlanta? Yeah, it's going to be in L.A. In LA. Okay. It'll be t on Tuesday and I'll get the name of the school and everything and um, post it. And, but you guys can follow my social medias at Woods for everything. I made it consistent <laughs> y-a girl d woods no underscores or no nothing like that it's all one word and then my official website is missdwoods.com m-i-s-s so y'all can join the movement Go and check you me. out is your single on your um website it is there's actually i have a viral video that awesome. is there i'm dancing of course because keep calm dance to this right so i'm um, getting busy in in a warehouse you know pleasure principle style oh yeah okay. and like um that. the official video is soon to come once me and cakes tequila get our schedules together <laughs> okay. oh we'll be we'll be standing by yeah. and cheering from the sidelines so everybody make sure you go to d woods website miss m-i-s-s-d-woods.com and we're gonna play the record right now and we're yeah. gonna play the record right now and it's available for purchase on everything that you buy music on fantastic well Pick thank you up. so much beautiful lady thank you appreciate it appreciate you stopping by and uh, we will see you guys next time on he say she say peace out bye Keep calm, dance to this. Keep calm, dance to this. Keep calm, dance to this. This, keep calm, dance to this. Keep calm, dance to this. Keep calm, dance to this. This, dance to this. Dance to this. Keep calm, dance to this. Dance to this. Dance to this. I'm living my life like it's a motion picture. Know me from my pictures. I'm just trying to fall off in my zone. Why won't they leave us alone? Talking about right when they wrong. I can't breathe. They telling my people move on. Turn off your cameras and phone. I can't breathe. But all of our red lights they own. We opening apps on our phones. They say can't breathe. You better not tell me I'm wrong for speaking the truth on the song. All they do is this. Aim and click. Posey, comment, like it. They so narcissists. Dance to this. Keep calm.
short cut, Lee, a long fresh shave and a dog, a mixed breed on my arm, so get tick, 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 been a bomb. Busting up the fire arm, keeping friends in my palm, like AOD with a player said that he would. Take us out of Sydney for talk time, I'm cool. You already know we ain't fucking for no heels, either limbs on chill or a million dollar deal. Couple asses in the twill, and I see some kitty cat. How you spinning that? Couple racks where your titties at? The baddest just put the lips on the tip, full tank in a whip with a 400 zip line. Ain't nobody rock like me, though. Ain't got nothing to do with my ego. But my eight count, they all amazed now. This is easy for me, like a free throw. Multi talented, multi glamorous, and I stay broke from the eight to Los Angeles. They Dance to this. 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 Dance to